Hello, everybody. Welcome to One Drink Podcast, where we talk about one topic for one drink. I'm Matthew. And I'm Oliver. Oh, you're looking at me. Wow. <laughs> and, no. you, and you are? Well, I thought, I thought so as soon as I looked, we, we, I hear the pause, and where's the guest introduction? No, but here I am. Hi, I'm Chris Lindstrom. We're in the Food About Town studio recording an episode of- You want to redo that? No. No. Okay. <laughs> no this never. Is, we this. never. We never redo. There's no redos. No. Th- this is podcasting. There's no yeah. redos in this podcasting. Is- <laughs> <laughs> oh. Well, we're, uh, we're that's the great thing about yeah, it. <laughs> yeah, no, no. So it's like I'm just like, wait, I forget. Do they do they intro a guest with an actual no. thing? Okay, you intro was, your own. Self. I was like, yep. wait, wait a second. I was looking like everybody's staring. Everybody's yeah. looking at me. I'm starting to shrink in my chair. You start like, to get that feeling. You're like, uh, <laughs> must, do I have do? pants on or yeah. do I not have pants on? Yeah, I'm, I'm a delicate flower. I'm, right. just, just like, uh, I'm crumbling yeah, yeah. in my seat. <laughs> Just insecure, ready for the next thing. <laughs> That's funny. So, uh, hi everybody. Yeah, so we're recording in the Food About Town studio today, and mm-hmm. um, thrilled that you guys came over and uh, doing an episode of uh, your show. This will be cross posted on my feed as yeah. well, which I'm really excited about. And uh, met you guys at uh, Homegrown. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. What a what a cool festival that was, man. We we met so many amazing people, mm-hmm. and I, I was so used to going to that festival. Um, with with a restaurant because um, I was in the restaurant business for like seventeen years. Where'd you work? Uh, I was the GM at JB Quimby's for ten, um, and then a bunch of little other places. Okay, um, so along you're, the way, but you're I was always volume. at that festival with uh, with uh, Quimby's. Okay, so. kind of place does a ton of volume and a ton of you know food for the people. Kind yeah, of place. for sure. Oh yeah. Um, uh, you know, unfortunately, COVID. You know, COVID ended uh, mm. Quimby's run of uh, twenty two years, but. Um, in the in the time that we were there, man, it was amazing. We did so many festivals, and you know, we did um, homegrown, we did hometown throwdown, um, we did all those for years and years at uh, at Love and Cup. So oh, that's awesome! Yeah. I mean, what what it a was, great it was great host. so cool to be back there, um, but in in such a different <laughs> um, way than I was used to. You know, like with the podcast, so it was really it was really cool. Yeah, and that was my first time. At oh, homegrown. really? Yeah. So I was introduced to. Everything. So it was. Uh, it was fun. It's a bit overwhelming, though, isn't it? Uh, for your first time, yeah. Being there, yeah. But a lot of great people and a lot of great food and a lot of great drinks. Yeah, and it was it was kind of an overwhelming day in a lot of ways. I mean, there was so much positivity. Oh yeah, there all day. Like I'm so passionate about all the things that I do, but like at the end of the day, I don't get emotional much about it. But at the end of the day, man, I was. I was spent, and I, I got emotional about the day, just talking to everybody at the end and how how rewarding of a day it yeah. was, getting to spend time and mm. meet so many cool people. And it was like, and now getting a chance, we're now we're looking at new partnerships because of Homegrown. And oh, nice. New opportunities that I, I didn't know we were going to have, mm-hmm. and it was just the kind of event where everybody comes away so... Yeah. Just so positive. Yeah. Yep. And the same for us is like we went there as a podcast. Yeah. Not knowing, you know, how we were going to be received or, you know, we didn't know what was going to happen. Yep. But, you know, everyone was great to us. We met a lot of people, a lot of um, and then we met you and we're here now. So, yeah. Yeah. It was it was crazy, though, because, you know, we, we assumed that, you know, we'd go there, you know, be able to promo ourselves a little bit, um, you know, get some some content in for uh, for Leslie uh, and just sort of hang out for the day. We definitely didn't expect to meet the amount of people that we did, you know, with so many opportunities coming, you know, to us with, you know, different shows and, you know, people that wanted to be a part of it and, and, and all this kind of stuff. We definitely didn't expect to meet 
you know, another <laughs> podcaster. Actually, we met two. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So we met you and um, uh, Matt Wilson. Uh, yes, yes, uh, and from, he, oh, he was fantastic from from Grill. This man, what a yes. what a just just a giant personality. Yes, just everything about him just exploded when he. As soon as the, I mean, he was big when he was a big personality when. It wasn't on, but as soon mm-hmm. as he clicked the record, I'm like, "Ooh, right! Yeah. Yeah. This guy's got that. He's got that huge radio energy kind of thing." Oh, good. definitely, he definitely Which, has that energy. I, I do not. I am, <laughs> I am NPR esque. I can, I can do some, I can do some laughs. I can do a little bit of, you know, the the classic guy talk angle yeah. kind of stuff. Which that's kind of what I learned on was, you know, listening to that stuff mm-hmm. and how I learned to be conversational and do all this fun stuff, but. Like I, when you hear somebody who's radio trained, mm-hmm. you hear that radio trained. There's a certain he's good. I mean, his questions, rhythm. his you know, enthusiasm. yeah, it's de- definitely the rhythm. Yeah. You just said that. Definitely the rhythm for sure is uh, is definitely what I got off of him too. And just ease of doing it. You oh. know, he he was. It was just. It was Natural. like he was just taking a breath. You know, <laughs> yeah. for sure. Yeah, because I'll be. Uh, I think I'm recording with him and uh, his uh, his partner uh, next weekend. Nice uh, out in. Batavia for some for some reason I guess that's where we're recording is Batavia, <laughs> um, but if I'm if I'm driving where's Albia somewhere in the middle of nowhere yeah in Albia or York. something out something something yeah. out there because I'll be well when I go out though I'm definitely gonna go visit um, go visit some of the traditional Mexican food out that way mm-hmm. which like amazing traditional Mexican food out in like Albia and Medina mm-hmm. yep uh, you can get there's real awesome Mexican grocery stores and taquerias and stuff out there cool that'll just Blow your mind. If you haven't driven out there to uh, Lorenzo's Mexican Products in Albion or Monte Alban Grocery Store in uh, Medina. Oh, wait. Don't they have a Monte Alban here? Different family. Okay. So different, whole different thing. Got like, it. You know, it's a pretty common. Mm-hmm. You'll see it in like tons of different cities. You'll see it in Monte Alban. Oh, all right. So this is a grocery store in Taqueria out there that's more seasonal outside. Uh, the other one's inside and is tremendous if you've. If uh, anybody listening hasn't been out there to try real traditional Mexican food, make the drive. It's worth your time. And I always, you know, you're always like, let's go get Mexican food. And then, you know, you've tried everywhere in Rochester. Mm -hmm. And you're always like, I want to get some real traditional Mexican food, you know. Oh, and the yeah. way you he yeah. just promoted it. Oh, yeah. I'm already driving. Yeah, I love love Mexican food, too. And I just... Well, th- this is this is this is my this is my blessing and this is my curse. Every time I record with somebody or we're talking about food, yeah. you're like, oh man, I really want to eat yeah. some stuff. <laughs> Stomach's rumbling already. <laughs> it's just it's just how it always goes because you know I think it's I, I care so much about making sure people get to love Rochester mm-hmm. in a way that you know they get to learn about what Rochester really is and. I think people, you get in your groove of what you're doing. You get in the groove of going to the same places and doing the same kind of things. And there's so much we have to offer. Mm. And when people, if you don't go out and do the work and find all the cool places, you're, you're only getting a sliver of what Rochester is. hundred percent. Especially if you're, if you're a suburbs person and you don't spend time going to everywhere that the city has to offer. Yeah. It's, we, we have so much, which is, Natural plug time. Natural plug time. Right <laughs> now, that's what you do, right? With yeah. nominate, you pick these restaurants and you. Absolutely. Uh, yes. Yeah. So, so basically, share uh, their stuff. Yeah. Right? This was the. This was my natural. You saw that pivot. That's, oh yeah. Oh yeah. No, pro- I, I could feel. I could feel it. I was like. I was like. Oh look, we're gonna take a right turn now. 
into nominate. Here we go. And ease like, it on back. There we go. See, that's that's like, I've done so much of it. It's like, oh, we're, we're gathering to the plug right now. Yep. Uh, so it's a... Uh, yeah, so we, we started Nominate about uh, two years ago in change, so we're a little over two years in to uh, running uh, Nominate. We were called Curate before until we got a um, cease and desist letter from a place in Buffalo. Oh, for, fun. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it was a great time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so we had to change our name at the end of last year. Uh, so now we're Nominate Meals, but we're using it to better re-engage our customers and ask them to nominate restaurants yeah. that we can use and stuff like that. But basically what we do um, every other week at Three Heads, uh, we run an event where we buy a whole bunch of food from one small minority-owned restaurant, typically like 85% of the time, yeah. um, where our customers buy a meal for two for 35 or $40, but they have no idea what they're getting till they pick it up. Mm. Oh. So you kind of have to be up for an adventure, and it allows us to be more adventurous without... You have to leave your a little bit of your preconceived notions behind yeah. when you go do it. Right. And... Part of why we don't tell people is we don't want people not buying when we're doing something that's a little bit outside of their comfort zone. Right. And we don't want them buying more when they get, maybe they get a little bonus. Maybe it's Nosh one time, but we don't want more people buying because of that. That doesn't, right. that doesn't no, that help defeats, us. Yeah. That kind of defeats the purpose of where you're trying to go with everything. Yeah. Cause like the, the last one we did, um, we just did Swan Market for the uh, second or third time German restaurant in Never the city. heard of it. Delicious. Oh my God. Yeah. Delicious. Ooh. So it's um, yeah. old school German. So it's an old school German butcher shop over on Parcells Ave. Mm -hmm. So right off of Culver, real yep. easy to get to. But it kind of, it's, it's emblematic of that kind of thing. Like it's one of the staples of Rochester. Been here for forever. But I mean, how long have you it been is, in Rochester? It's funny. It's been for, here He's been here forever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's, it's, I mean, it's, it's been, been around as like as long as you have. I've been, been probably here for longer. Like forty plus, years. and it's been here for forty plus <laughs> <Yeah>. years. Um, <laughs> but it is, it's a truly excellent, and it's you know we you know the the German community here not nearly as much as it's in Buffalo or you know other places like that, but it lives there, and he's making so many things from scratch every day. He's making. Mm two, three different kinds of head cheese. He's making multiple kinds of bologna. He's doing smoked hams. He's doing all this stuff in-house. And prices are wildly reasonable. Like, Barry Fisher is a really good guy and doing amazing work there. But it's the kind of place, like, that's a great example. Or when we serve uh, Vietnamese food, right? We get oh. to go into, like, you know, Lyle Ave and Mount Reed. I worked in that neighborhood for mm -hmm. six years. I got to know so many places and, uh, you know, small businesses in the neighborhood that I got a chance to, you know, really understand more about the different areas of the city. This was after I was already writing restaurant reviews and city newspaper and stuff. Oh, okay. So I got a chance to explore and visit, you know, all the different Puerto Rican spots and Jamaican spots that There's the city has to offer. There's a lot of good um, Spanish Puerto Rican spots. Oh, my Ooh. God. I, we, we just worked with uh, a new place over on uh, Main Street, and it is going out of my head right now. It was called, it was, oh, geez, I'm going to look it up. But I, while I'm looking it up, uh, talk about Jamaican stuff. We have like over a dozen Jamaican restaurants here yeah. in Rochester. Yeah, so I had my first, I went to my first Jamaican restaurant. Oh, I can't remember the name of it. It was over on, um, oh, anyways, I'll remember it in like 10 minutes, and I'll, yeah. just, I'll just randomly like blurt <laughs> oh, it out. Of course. Um, but it was... Like a flavor explosion, hundred percent. Well, there, there's it was, oh my god, it was good. amazing. It's hard to beat. Oh, Casa Campo, it's over on Culver and Maine. 
uh, right past the Dollar Tree, right on Main oh, Street. Yeah, it's yeah. one I worked with recently. But I mean, there's so many from like LP Loan over on North Clinton and Avenue A to Mi Viejo San Juan and Norton and Joseph, and so many amazing places that are serving the community well. Mm-hmm. And it's mm-hmm. like, how do you how do you beat those places? Um, you know, Livy's Jamaican over on Chiwai. Um, uh, you know, better choice over on Brooks. Uh, you know, Peppa Pot on Main. Like how, these places. That's it. That's Pepper it. Pot. Pepper yeah. Pot. That's it. Pepper That's pot. it. I, I knew. I, I as, soon as, he started, as soon as he I started rattling you. off, rattling off <laughs> names of places, I was like, it's, I was like, it's got to be in here at some point. I knew I was going to get there That's for it. you. That's I, it. I was doing your background research because yeah. I have a computer in front of me I doing know. my Google Maps search. Perfect. So how do you pick these places? Oh, geez. So usually, so I have a pretty, I'll say I have a pretty encyclopedic knowledge of Rochester food. Mm-hmm. Um, so I know almost everywhere, especially those kind of restaurants. But, you know, I'll just, I'll keep on asking people. Um, You know, it doesn't matter who it is. I will always ask about what's the place that means a lot to you. That's, you know, you know, a small family owned restaurant that's doing great work. Yeah. Um, There was a, there was a guy I was, uh, I was getting my uh, car repaired and I went to the rental car place and the guy picks me up. Yeah. So I talked to the guy and like, Hey, what's, what's going on? And I think the first thing, you know, what, what kind of restaurants do you go to? Where do you like to eat? Uh, first one, I think he said was because, you know, I'm, I'm a white guy. He is not a white guy. Yeah. He says, you know, love, love roadhouse. I'm like, cool. Um, <laughs> what? what about not roadhouse <laughs> or, uh, what, what, you know, the, the steak place. Am I using not the right um, one? Um, Texas, Texas, Texas roadhouse. roadhouse yeah. yeah. So, and like, I'm like, not the one with uh, so not, Swayze, right? <laughs> yes. He's like, I love, love throwing people out of bars. Huge fan. The double dips. I would go to the Roadhouse. If a place opened up and it was just called the Roadhouse, yeah. Yeah, I'm in. I'm in. Aren't they I'm there. like remaking that right now? With, Which like, I think is just such a mistake. What, with the movie? Jake Gyllenhaal? Yeah. The movie? Yeah, the movie and with Jake Gyllenhaal. And he's like an MMA fighter in it because yeah. they just had him like... I, I don't watch actively anymore, but I saw Jeez. pictures of him at like the most recent UFC event. And he is like shredded to like 5% body fat. Yep. Like he's tore up. He's not a creep. Like he is in uh was it Nightcrawler? <laughs> and oh, what a, what a creep he is in that movie. So for so me, good. for me, and I don't know, there's gotta be movies that you just don't redo. No, there's definitely a list. And that's one of them. Like you just don't redo Roadhouse. Mm-hmm. You keep that. As is, yeah. Come on, uh, it's a lot of them, man. You just gotta leave. You just gotta leave well enough alone, Ugh. and just just don't remake them. They really should bolt a mullet onto his head for the whole movie, though. That would be oh sweet. my god, just that would a straight eighties, like in modern times, just bolt an eighties yes. mullet onto his head. I would 100%. love percent <laughs> Or just delay production until he has time to like fully grow like his own authentic one. You know oh, what yeah. I mean? It's yeah. like, oh, I thought you guys were making the new Roadhouse. Well, we had to halt production. Why? Uh, well, we're yeah. waiting for the growth of Jake Gyllenhaal's uh, mullet. Yeah. Right. We're, we're, we're keeping everybody on ice for like months as he grows out this yes. hair. We're paying everybody uh. millions of dollars. Yep. He's I, going through botanical treatments as we speak <laughs> yeah. to, uh, you know, increase the follicle strength. And I will, n- <laughs> I will not watch that movie. I yeah. won't. I won't. <laughs> we, we, we call it the Swayze procedure. Yeah. That, that's, that's what we yeah. call it. It's Just, getting Swayzied. Yeah. <laughs> the Jake. JCV, you know, you can also get the JCVD. You know, it's just a little bit different. You get a really awful accent when you do it—a bad American accent when yeah. you do the JCVD. But you get the hair, and you can do the splits. Yeah, yeah. Which you know, how do you beat that? Right, I like it. Club Van Oh. So I've taken this right off the rails. Oh, perfect. Kind That's of pretty much how all of our shows going. If, if anybody, if like anybody that. has ever watched our shows, they they pretty much know that at some point 
Our our shows take a hard left. Yeah, a hard left. We're we're turning hard already. Yeah. Um, yeah. Speaking of which, guys, what's in your glasses? Like we're we're drinking stuff because yes. I I was uh, I want to make sure everybody we're honoring the concept. We're honoring the one drink because mm-hmm. we're here and mm-hmm. I, I love I have so much stuff I love to share and well, that you do. <laughs> well, it's it's funny though because because ready because here comes the plug again. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> See, I, it's more natural when you say you're going to do it. Yeah. Because everybody's like, man, what is that guy doing? Like, you know what I'm going to do now, guys? <laughs> I'm going to pl- plug this right now. Yeah. Um, so uh, I am drinking uh, the jam-filled cookie sour uh, ooh. from Three Heads. Ooh, which very nice. I'm a huge, I'm a huge sour guy. <laughs> I'm a huge sour guy. Um, I love that. That soundbite, by the way. <laughs> we did. I think we had like a whole we had like a whole tangent on our show um, that was probably fifteen uh, minutes long about that noise. Yeah. We, we, uh, the whole show itself was about like the most recognizable noises. Oh, like, for sure. That can yeah. get made. Yeah. Um, and and that it was like a, it was like a tournament. <laughs> and that's one of them. <laughs> I love to get a chance to uh, use this. So uh, I interrupted your plug. Yeah. No, it's fine. <laughs> Um, but you know, I, we have talked endlessly on our show about three heads. Um, I know that you, um, you know, you were just saying, you know, talking about them as well. Um, and have a deep, deep relationship with them too. Mine started long, long ago in the restaurant business. Um, we did our very first beer dinner, uh, when we introduced them at Quimby's, uh, we did our first beer dinner with them. Um, you know, and we've done events and tastings and all kinds of stuff. I love all those guys over there. Um, all four heads. Yeah. Um, not just the three, you know, I'm not just limiting myself to the three. Um, I love all four of them. Um, but it's funny though. So, you know, all those guys. So there's Jeff, Todd, and who's the other bald one? I actually don't know the no? other guys that Oh, way. that's so funny. So I, I know so, the bar manager, Dave, and I know Jeff. So everybody knows him as Skip. Okay. I know him as Brian. And anyone that worked at or went to Quimby's always called him Brian. Mm-hmm. But to the entire world, he's Skip. And it's so funny when people talk really? to me about it. They're like, oh, did you see Skip? And I'm like, no, I, I who? So weird. And I'm like, oh, do you mean Brian? <laughs> yeah, I know Brian. Oh, I know him. <laughs> it's so weird. Somebody was actually talking about somebody named Skip over there last night. Yeah, it's Brian. I was, yeah, I was at, uh, <laughs> where was I at? I was at uh, the Sheffield talking to my buddy over there who works there. And somebody brought up brought up the name Skip. Yeah. I'm like, Jesus Christ, like this is like apparently a thing. Yep. Who knew? Yep. Yeah, that's his nickname. And that's I mean, that's basically what everybody in Rochester, like ninety nine percent of people in Rochester know him as. But to me, so he next just, time I see him, he I just absolutely like... doesn't look like a skip. Oh dude, if you just yell out <laughs> skip when you see him, he'll totally turn right. It's that's yeah. more people call him Skip than Brian. But it was so funny because it was just at Quimby's. Yeah. It was Brian. So and it was it was so funny. That's all I know. But yeah, so I'm drinking this delicious raspberry jam filled cookie sour. Yeah, my wife picked that Provided up Provided by our, you know, our gracious host here. Yeah, really cool stuff. Good. So I am drinking the two kind, the double uh, pale ale. Another so, three heads. Another three heads. Bow, 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 bow. <laughs> wait, wait for it. This, this, you know what it's all about? It's all about timing. And now, oh, no. Not- <laughs> That was, that was on there too. <laughs> yeah. That one was in that tournament bracket. Oh my god. We'll we'll have to send you the link for that show because it's it's literally all oh, these sounds. <laughs> it's it's so fantastic. Funny. I'm nothing if not hacky. Like this is this oh, is this man. is my thing. Oh yeah. That <laughs> was perfect. But yeah, yeah no, so, it's the only way to be um, everywhere, like most of the times when I go out in Rochester, anywhere I go, I always get the kind. Yeah. Always. Like, you know, 
My girlfriend is always like, you're going to try something new? Because she tries new stuff all the time, and I'm just like, no, I'm not. Can I get the kind? <laughs> and we go to we go to one bar in uh, Henrietta all the time, and right away, you know. They just hand it to you, They right? just hand it to me, just like yeah. he used to at uh, when he worked at Quibby's. Yeah. Yep. It was just three heads, the kind. Bam. One, it's so consistent and oh, excellent, so, and so two good. kind, I have to say, is like dead nuts to style. It's right on what mm-hmm. a good... What West Coast, yeah. what a good West Coast double IPA is. And the thing that they crush every time is the prices are so stupid cheap. I know. For how good it is. And I will continue. I am an accolade of what they do. You know, they host uh, two of our events every month on Wednesdays, and they are just just the best group of people that oh, yeah. you could ever work with. Um, yeah, so in my glass, I have a. Um, I have a single barrel uh, wheat whiskey from Ooh. Wiggle Distilling in Pittsburgh, uh, right in the Strip District uh, in Pittsburgh, which has gone through so many changes over the last like five <laughs> to ten years, where it's you know turned from like real hard industrial and just you know food for food for everybody, but not like more old school, and now it's turning over with a ton of money, and the Wiggle Distillery, which is one of the you know. OG craft distilleries and they're still a craft distillery now. Um, they're very experimental and this is a wheat whiskey, a six year old uh, single barrel wheat whiskey. Sounds, sounds, sounds yeah. like exactly what a cold snowy Saturday. <laughs> needs. Yeah, exactly. Oh yeah. For sure. Cause it's got a little bit of that, like, you know, like uh porridgey smells got, you know, good cinnamon, a little bit of like little bit of herbaceousness. It's yeah. really delightful. Nice. Mm, very tasty. Mm hmm. Let's especially stop. on these, especially on these these crap cold days that we got. Oh. I mean, I you know I call it crap, but I mean as far as winters go, we've had a really we've been so very easy. lucky this year in terms of Rochester winters. Oh yeah, like uh, uh, we we've been doing uh, uh, one event a month out in Buffalo, and we had to postpone one of them because because yeah, they were buried under events. eighty inches of snow. <laughs> yeah, unreal. We we had to postpone that one by a few weeks, um, but uh, we actually worked with a place recently. Um, called uh, La Verdad, that is a place that purports to be Buffalo style barbecue. Mm. So it's got a bit of a bit of a soul food vibe to it, um, and they do things a little bit of their way in calling it Buffalo style barbecue, which they 100 percent deserve. Um, great, great group of people, but they actually do it out of their um, ministry space in Buffalo. So nice. they're doing catering out of that space, like, and that's like, hey, that's not for me, but they're also doing things <laughs> the right way. Like they like during the snow event, they, I think they brought in a hundred and fifty people into their space. You know, people who are unhomed and people who needed to be safe. They brought all those people in. They fed them all and got people safe during what is you know was a very you know awful situation out there. But they did all the you know everything that people say they're going to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They stood up and they did that for the community. That's awesome. So I I love shouting them out because they they're doing the work and also. The food's delicious. Like they killed in our event when we worked with them. Yeah. Um, cause that's, it, you know, we're, we're looking from afar going to Buffalo and I drive out a f- couple times a month to just visit six, eight places in a day and just yeah. keep on hammering through. Like, what can I find? That's interesting, man. I found a Nigerian place that I'm super excited to work with out there. It got me, nice. got me excited. I was going to say out in Buffalo, you know, it's obviously I'm assuming bigger than Rochester. Yeah. So there's got to be way more restaurants for you to like go and, you know, explore. Yeah. yeah. And it's a little bit different too, because it's every city's different, right? In Rochester, we're very different than oh, Buffalo. Yeah. Yeah. Like we're, you know, we're sister cities in so many different ways, but 
like the attitudes are different. (laughs) So like I I have an overarching theory. I love overarching theories. Um, I think that Buffalo hates everybody that doesn't like it. Mm -hmm. Um, Yes. But they love themselves and they think they're going to succeed. So everything that happens, they think it's going to succeed. Rochester hates everybody that doesn't like it. (laughs) Um, We hate ourselves and we think nothing's going to win. And we think we're better than we are. Facts. Oh, all I, I agree with that. I agree with all that. I agree with all that. And I, I think it's good. the reason I say it and the reason I've come to start saying it is because I think it's 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 a bit of a problem with who we are that we're less positive about Rochester than oh, we yeah. should be. Yeah. And I know that's something you guys focus on a lot with the show. Oh, yeah. So that's one of the reasons, you know, we started the show is because, you know, we just wanted to do something different and we wanted to do something fun and positive. And, you know, we pick weird, crazy subjects to talk about, you know, and yep. And I mean, you know, one of our, one of our big highlights too, which we didn't even intend um, when we started this show, um, we started to focus on um, highlighting small local businesses, you know, be it restaurants or breweries or, you know, little shops, um, you know, like the bodega yep. on Park Ave, which oh, turns Mark out to Cupolo. have phenomenal sandwiches. You ever yeah, been Mar- there? No, yeah, Mark Cupolo does a great job. And I know he's not running it day to day, but he's, yep. you know, part of the ownership team with uh, um, uh, Rocco and I'm forgetting the seafood place off the top of my head and I feel terrible. But seafood place on the corner where Rocco is. Yeah. Um, Rella, really, really yep. good spot doing, uh, you know, coastal. Uh, coastal, not like high-end seafood, but it's really comfort mm-hmm. seafood in many different ways. Mark's a really good restaurateur here in town. Yeah. But yeah, um, but yeah, so, you know, highlighting and focusing on, you know, small local businesses, you know, whatever you do, whether it's, you know, making jewelry mm-hmm. like the Beautiful Mess does, um, easy plug there, or Ooh, making, um, you know, homemade cashew butters, um, you know, like Bravely by Jack's. Another plug. Nice. Um, you know, it's we, we love focusing on all that kind of stuff. So, and just, you know, bringing out the best of what the small business world has in Rochester. Yeah, and it's, it's I think, part of what turns out to be really rewarding about doing all this stuff mm-hmm. is if we're doing a thing that's benefiting someone else other than just ourselves. Oh, yeah. It, it, makes, it makes you feel a lot better about what you're doing. Yeah, of course, it's like... You know, when you're donating to charity, it is about making you feel good. That's part mm-hmm. of why you do it. Mm-hmm. And being transparent about that is a positive thing. And like, hey, like like I have shows record out of the studio where they needed studio space. And I was like, I can offer that to you. Mm-hmm. Like, I can offer you studio space. And um, we have a couple different shows that record out of here. Um, uh, Representation in Cinema, uh, hosted by Jackie McGriff from the Our Voices Project. She's a local photographer and um uh, uh, director doing uh, doing films, mm-hmm. so they record their show out of here, which is tremendous. And then um, uh, behind the glass podcast, talking about the gallery that's in the Sibley Building downtown, oh, okay. the Mercantile yep. on Main, yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, hosted by Richard Cologne and uh, Quaje Donnell. Uh, they bring in three different photographers or artists every time, and so that's get, cool. Get to show them off, and mm-hmm. you, I think they do it like first Friday. Um, but they get a beautiful crowd out there and it's wide ranging and just a lot of people that want to look at cool stuff. Oh yeah. Um, but I get the chance to meet all the photographers coming in and we get to host that here in the studio, which is That's so much awesome. Fun. You, yeah. you know, you spoke about the, the, the Sibley building there, the mercantile. Yeah. Um, we just did, um, a charity event there, um, hosted by, um, an organization called good people deserve wins too. Okay. Uh, they hosted a queen of hearts casino night. Oh, fun. Um, yeah, and it was it was amazing. So we met we actually we met them at Homegrown too. 
Um, so, yep. you know, another, another, another connection made, uh, from homegrown, but they brought us out to this beautiful event. Um, it was the weekend before, uh, leading up to, um, Valentine's day. Yep. Um, and we had, or they had like seven, uh, casino style tables. Um, everybody, you know, with their ticket got $500 in chips, uh, so they could play and then you could turn your chips in for prizes that they had donated from sponsors. They had a uh, fantastic band, yep. uh, which was, uh, um, uh, the cool club and the Lipskin sisters. Lipsker sisters. Yeah. Lipsker so many, sisters. so many consonants. It's, it's, so, it's, so many it's, consonants. it's, it's, it's yeah. such a difficult name to say, but they <laughs> sounded phenomenal. It was a great yeah. band, great night, great drinks. It was, it was, it was, man, we yeah. were blown away. They had, they had, um, a couple of the, um, a couple of the drag queens from Roar come down. Oh, awesome! Um, so we had them on the show, and they gave us they gave us a beautiful space uh, yeah. to set up our show. And we did you know live interviews with some people, and um, it was just it, it was unreal. Yeah, we it was did unreal. A, um, uh, interview with a fashion designer. Yep, yeah, with Leonardo a local fashion uh, designer. Oh, yep. see, see, that's what when I assume when I, you came in today, I'm like, man, I'm pretty sure I've heard them do the show, but based on what they're wearing, it, they must be a fashion podcast first. <laughs> <laughs> You know, and it's funny too. So it's funny that we're both wearing these shirts, right? Because we rolled out our our new logo, which are on the the two shirts that we're that we're currently wearing for Homegrown. Yeah. Um. And so I I was going through, and I was like, all right, which shirt am I going to wear? And I was like, oh, I was like, okay, we're going to another podcast. I was like, let me rep, you know, our podcast. Represent. So I get, I get over to his house this afternoon, and he he opens the door, and I'm like, dude, nice ODP shirt. And I, I like unzip my jacket and like flashed him with mine. <laughs> So we didn't actually plan on matching, but you know we do. So got to do. We'll it. have to get you. We'll have to get you on. <laughs> Sounds good. We'll have to get you on. <laughs> so like you're doing the live thing. So we're we're kind of hybridizing this show. By the way, I think it, at this point it's pretty obvious. Like we're kind of bouncing around. But oh, yeah. when when you guys are doing the show, what's the one for you that kind of grabbed you in a way you didn't expect? That was either illuminating. You learned something you didn't know. That was <laughs> like, oh, this changed the way I think about things. <laughs> Well, the um, I liked all of them really. Yeah. Uh, the thing you say about learning something for every show, yeah. Every live show we did, something went wrong. Oh, that's awesome! So we're yeah. still learning, hundred yeah. percent, how to do live shows. Oh, yeah, sure. whether it was a uh, you know we plugged the cord into the wrong thing or oh. uh, something something didn't record or I didn't hit record before mm-hmm. we started a show or I thought I clicked on it you know what I mean but you know the the, the pad on the on the on the oh, laptop yeah. doesn't quite click enough uh-huh. you know so I just had to double I just had to look over and make sure that I, saw, that I, saw I was little, actually recording <laughs> I saw I saw the nervous I had a panic moment I saw the nervous head turn and it's like I just like a little like a little tremble in your neck <laughs> Yeah what? I start to I start to twitch cuz I got PTSD from <laughs> from not hitting the record button like 7 times since we started this show Yeah but the one that sticks out to me the most was the uh, good people deserve wins too Yeah. just the story alone um Nelly's passion for what she did uh for the kids and uh, that one for me was kind of like the yeah. So a quick, 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 so a quick summary of that. No, um, they they did it to benefit a um, local traveling basketball team um, that didn't have any more money to to continue um, playing basketball. Um, a fifteen year old team and a sixteen year old team. Okay. Um, so they didn't have any money. So they did a twenty four hour walk, and then they did this casino night. Um, so long story short, they ended up going to the tournament. In Florida, Florida, yep. The 15-year-old team won it undefeated, and the 16-year-old team 
um, lost first round, but yep. then came back and, and won. Yep. Ended up winning like second place or something like that. That's awesome. Yeah, it, it was like the story. It's I. I told him. I said. I said you guys should talk to like a screenwriter. Oh, yeah. About this, I was like, because there, there's, I mean, there's how many, how many sports movies oh, have yeah. you seen over over time? And right, and, and how many of them are starring Adam Sandler? About <laughs> that too. You know what I mean? Like it's 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 nuts. So it, he would I, make an appearance. It was such oh, yeah. a crazy story. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but yeah, that's that awesome. story. That yeah. story so cool. was. I think for me though, the the shows that hit me the most um, is we've broken off and done different types of shows. Sure. Um, you know in. In addition to our main show, um, which is technically, you know, kind of about nothing or something it's that perfect. we just pick randomly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but we um, we broke off and did a history show. Awesome. Um, and we would do that every week as well. Um, we probably did God, close to 100 mm-hmm. history shows. Well, that's awesome. Um, but in the midst of that one, um, one week we did for our main show, uh, we did a show about uh, Medal of Honor stories. Okay. And then we liked those stories so much. Um, that we ended up doing a whole entire separate show just about Medal of Honor stories. So we would each pick one. Mm-hmm. Um, he started at the back of the alphabet. I started at the front of the alphabet. Um, <laughs> not really knowing in the beginning that there were like 3,300 Medal of Honor, uh, Medals <laughs> of Honor that have been awarded uh, since the, the medal came up. Um, but those stories hit me the most by far. Absolutely. Um, just the, And they're all like... Sometimes when we're reading these and, you know, talking about them, you know, I could never imagine doing what they did. Oh. But it also, like, I'll get chills. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. I'm just like. Absolutely. And then when he's talking about some of his, like, I'll just, you know, it's like. You get goosebumps. You get the movie running through your head as well. So it's like, yeah, those are fun. I mean, we're still going to continue to do those. Mm-hmm. We have two two thousand five hundred left. Yeah. So, yeah. oh yeah, yeah, it's really, yeah the easy one. So you meet in the middle at M yeah. at your retirement. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, it took it took uh, almost all the shows to just to get out of A's. <laughs> so <laughs> he blasted through Z's pretty quick, and yeah. I think got in somewhere to W. But then you know, yeah. The... See, he's he's the professional. He starts at the back. He's making so <laughs> yeah. much more progress. Yeah, exactly. I know. I'm still on. I'm still on all the A's. Yeah. yeah. A. Yeah. A. Aronson. Right. <laughs> Andrews. Yeah. Andrews. A. A. Ron. Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, and it's, uh, so, yeah, all that stuff is, yeah, because I've been doing, uh, I just started doing you know, a little sub show on the channel mm-hmm. with my buddy uh, Matt Knotts, who runs uh, the Anomaly Film Festival. Uh, oh, great nice. guy to talk to, by the way. They run a Anomaly Film Festival, and we're part of a local uh, we have a little local podcast network called Lunchador Podcast Network. We have a, lun- a bunch of uh, really interesting people trying to do good stuff together. Yeah. But he and I just started doing a little sub show. We're just calling Better Together. Oh, yeah. Nice. Like, what is, like, how do we, how do we do better, like, as, how do we do better, like, as men in our, for our families mm. and for the stuff we're doing? And I think it kind of encapsulates how I've been thinking about everything recently is, like, when we're doing stuff together and, building things with others in mind. I think that's how, how I'm feeling more satisfied in what I do. Yeah. And it seemed like an opportune time to start talking about some of that stuff and like, Hey, not just cause right, like, right. We, we, we can do guy talk radio all day long. <laughs> um, <laughs> Whoop, 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 whoop. Yeah. Yeah. Cause we <laughs> like, where's the laser sound? <laughs> we don't, we don't want to hit the button. Stop it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we're definitely, yeah. We're definitely getting this. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm a bad influence is what I am. Uh, um, so yeah, it's like, 
because we just started that. We did one uh, a couple weeks ago, just came out uh, last week or so. Um, but we'll be doing it probably once a month for now. We're, we're just talking about like, how do we do better so we can be there and, you know, be the people we want to be yeah, in yeah. our, in our journey. And I'm going to keep on doing the food interviews too, because I love doing that, but everything's sporadic because, mm-hmm. you know, life is crazy. Life yep. is busy and it's hard to keep a schedule. And I'm, I'm not beholden to anybody. I have no advertisers. I do it when I want to do the show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And when I have the time to schedule people and do all this. Yeah. Because it's not easy. It's always hard. And it's funny. We got in the podcast game two years ago, almost three. I haven't heard in Rochester. I I don't know or have heard of any other, like, podcasts. Yeah. You know, that, yeah. like, locally even here that. You know, or at least ones that have lasted more than, you know, put, put some effort into doing it, not just, a, oh, hey, you want to do a podcast? Yeah, let's get together, let's do a podcast. And then they do it for like, you know, four episodes and then yeah. they just quit. You yeah. know? Sla- slap a laptop in the middle of the table. Yeah. Right. Because like, it's if- like, I wanted to like kind of, you know, cross promote with other and just get to oh, know sure. other podcasters, get knowledge, learn, get, see the all new equipment. Yeah. And. Uh, <laughs> We're here, <laughs> yeah. and I'm like, he can't be the only other podcast that is in Rochester. No, yeah. So we we uh, they started Lunch Door a little while ago, and it's um uh, you know it's a bunch of guys trying to do cool stuff. So mm-hmm. there's um Anomaly Presents talking about the film festival and genre movies, uh, Punches and Popcorn talking about uh, like martial arts movies mostly. And these are all in Rochester. Oh yeah. Um, right now they're doing a uh. uh uh, talking about the Oscars show, a limited yeah. uh, release one, which <laughs> we need to talk about the Oscars. And it's it's really interesting. Um, there's one, I think, called the Murphy Siblings coming out. There was a beer show called Beer Review Journal, which is pivoting into something a little different because we're talking about health and everything yeah, else. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. <laughs> they're pivoting that a little bit. Um, and uh, there's one called Cable, Cable versus Self. Uh, where he does like one deep dive with one person for an hour kind of thing. That's Jeez. cool. So um, yeah, we're we're trying to grow that a little bit and find out how do we how do we work again? How do we work together and make it so that there's enough shows where we can grab um, maybe get local advertisers that want to support people doing good things yeah. that are people doing good things. Yeah, because we're not we're not all in it for you know. We're, hey, they're they're trying to highlight you know, the, you know, the martial arts genre of films and talk about that stuff. And it's kind of under, underappreciated how awesome those things are and about the culture and about the time when these were made and the whole history of it. Um, you know, anomaly bringing these small films and running a festival at the, at the little, um, doing all these things is really interesting. If we can do this, like I can, you know, I've been doing this a hot minute at this point. Um, if we pivoted the camera over to the wall, you'll see three out of my, five certificates for oh. best podcast in Rochester. Yeah. So <laughs> how do you get We'll that? definitely have to get a picture. I, I got voted a go. few times. Now you have to get into like the city magazine or something. Yeah, like so that. that was, that was through city and it was a lot because I was, I had a lot of, uh, you know, industry people because of my time doing uh, restaurant mm-hmm. reviews. So I was, I was at least known in a small community Yeah, and people see that cause they go in and vote for restaurants mostly. They do other stuff too, but like they'd see my name and like, Oh, so I'm going to vote for Chris. I'm, and it makes sense. Like, yeah. And I've never been perfectly consistent. Um, uh, I think the last year, uh, the, uh, uh, refined taste guys, uh, won. So, uh, Chris, uh, Chris Thompson and Dario, uh, they won that. Uh, they won the last time. Yeah. Uh, they've done their show for I think about two two and a half years now as well. Nice. Uh, started pandemic talking to a lot of small restaurants as mm-hmm. well. Which and they're doing an amazing job. Yeah. Um. 
uh, but they're both comedians. They're doing a different thing than I do, uh, and I, I love I love what they do. They're so good at it. Uh, I had them over a few episodes ago on the Food About Town podcast that you can subscribe to on any podcast app you have. There you go. Anytime any of us plug something, now I'm just going to bust that out. Yeah. I need my own button. (laughs) (laughs) I need just one singular button over here that's got that. Yeah, a pad with one button. Yeah, just with one red button. button. This is the easy button. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, You should just wire that up. Yeah, so That would be hilarious. Like, you get uh, one sound today. What's it going to be? Hopefully we'll get a certificate sometime here soon. Yeah. Yeah, Well, I mean, I could print one off Google. Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Just take a picture of it, Photoshop it out. Make sure yeah, it's I'm really just gonna obvious. replace. I'm just gonna replace the name of your podcast with the name yeah. of our podcast. Take a picture, print it out on a bad printer, yeah, dot yeah. matrix printer. <laughs> yes, cut it out and just paste something over. Yep, hundred oh, percent. That is funny. Hundred um, percent. Yeah. So no, I mean, but congratulations by the way for those. No, uh, that's, that's awesome. Man. It, that is cool. It's been great. Now I've had a chance to you know build out the studio. I mean, now that you guys are sitting here, you got to see like what I've built over time. Yeah, yeah. Because it wasn't always this. Like I had, mm. you know, I had microphones. <laughs> Oh, yeah. we know. Oh, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. Tell us how. Yeah. Tell us how you started because I'd love to yeah. tell you how we, how we started. So my first my first ones, uh, the first ones I did, I put my phone on a table. Mm. This was but this Similar. was this was like an iPhone 4S. Mm. So this was like that kind of time. So I started like yeah. 2012. OK. OK. So we have something in common. So I put that on a table and I recorded at like up where uh, food truck was. Uh, this was in the like the initial wave of food trucks mm-hmm. here in Rochester. Uh, this was the brick and motor food truck. It was Paul Vroman, who now works at uh, Wegman's Corporate. Oh. He was one of the best best chefs in town. I loved all the food he made. Um, but I talked to him, and then I eventually bought a Blue Yeti, and I brought it to different <laughs> places. And you could hear, like I recorded at um, Moonlight Creamery out in uh, Fairport on the canal, a beautiful ice cream shop. And you could hear the compressors turning on and off. Yeah. Oh, at yeah. that point, uh-huh. <laughs> 100%. It drove me crazy. And then I bought then I bought microphones so I could record here. And I mm-hmm. bought uh, uh, Audio-Technica ATR 2100s, which yep. are like XLR USB mics. Mm-hmm. So they were just on little gooseneck stands uh, where you could you know pull them around and still do a good job. Yep. Then I switched them on to you know, cheap Amazon arms. Uh, over the last year and a half or so, uh, two years, I replaced all with uh, with Rode mics and arms and the Rode Procaster. I was using a different board for a while, but now I'm you know I can have a phone connect here, take Bluetooth calls. It does all oh. the. It's so easy. It's it makes it so easy to do all the stuff like Zoom calls, and it you know adjusts the audio and makes it sound really good. And you can take it. You can take it live and record right on it. it. It makes a huge difference. Wow! I'm a bit of a you know a road fanboy because they've they're so good. They're, the quality is great, and um, I buy from a, a Sweetwater out of Indiana. I think that's where I got our road mics. Yeah, they're yep. awesome. We just got with. we just got their um uh the road um the road go wireless two. Yeah, I've got um, it in my backpack. Yep. Yeah, we yeah we brought our yep. We're, ours are always with us too, and we just switched over to those. And oh, man, man sound good. what a difference for a wireless mic! Mm-hmm. I, I I don't think there's anything that sounds better. No, at least not for another thousand dollar price cap. Yeah. Um. Just uh. Just background for people. So um. Like we're we're recording obviously for people on video. You're seeing this mm-hmm. for the audio. Um. You know, 
this is essentially built as a audio studio, not as a video studio. Mm. Right, right. And, you know, this is based on recording as high quality audio as we can do at a reasonable price. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, like, you guys are sitting on pod mics. I've got the Procaster um, mic for me if I want to do voiceover work or anything like that. Mm, okay. Um, but the the Rode Go is basically a wireless um, lav mic. So, if you've ever seen, like, you know, people that clip on the mics on their collar. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, so, that's... That's that. These are basically remote receivers that transmit back to the thing that will connect right to the camera. Oh, yeah. And the audio that comes off of these things. It's unbelievable. It's tremendous. And if you want it to be light, you can run a a wired mic and clip Mm -hmm. it on your collar and have it be super, like, unobtrusive. And it's the kind of thing, if you're doing video and you don't want to run wires, you want to run a live event, you can walk around, you got range. It's so easy to work with. And clear. Yeah. Isn't it great? Like, yeah. Because like you guys were running just on like a shotgun mic before, right? Yeah. At, when we well, when Try we first when we first started, much like you, we were just on a phone, <laughs> on a a, a four dollar, uh, little tripod, you know, mm-hmm. with the little bendy with the little bendy legs that you oh, can never get to get cute. to go right. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Um. So that and that and we were recording the audio right off of the right off of the phone too. and the video tilted just about yeah, five just degrees to a the little side. bit off yep just and he was five he was editing them um off, my with, off his phone yeah so we were recording <laughs> on the phone he was editing it off a free app off the phone nice. uh, oh, yeah man. so you know there were you know we you know it had like the little clouds Watermarks. you know what i mean or it'd be like you know the quick oh, yeah. flip of the picture and Ooh, boof you know nice. what i mean like very 90s uh you know like very saved animation. by the bell ish you know yeah. what i'm saying yeah flash animation turn. Yep. Yep. yeah it was bad so um he invested in a computer um mm-hmm. so that he could act well okay so they first, have audio on computers so first now. so first <laughs> yeah. he bought a laptop so that he could start to do the editing on an actual software Ooh, for like video it. editing uh but he didn't realize at the time that he needed a, a computer that was uh, strong enough <laughs> uh-huh. to, to support video editing uh-huh um, so then he had his cousin build a, a PC for him so that he could do that. Um, mm-hmm. and then he started teaching himself, um, Filmora, uh, which is what we do all our video editing on. Okay. Um, small plug for a big company. <laughs> wait, um, wait, wait for it. Wait for it. <laughs> man, man, I'm struggling oh, man. with these sound That's effects awesome. today. Uh, if we don't that get was sponsored pretty good. from that. That one was pretty that one was pretty good. Yeah, Filmora, if you'd like to send us something cool, um, then that would be great. Yeah. Um so <laughs> That's awesome. So when he started finally like editing them for real, he was like, Oh man, I can do green screen. Ooh. And we nice. were like, Oh, cool. So at that point, I think we were using my GoPro mm-hmm. five. Yeah. Um, which was an upgrade for us from his phone. Um and So we decided, we were like, okay, we got to try this green screen thing. Um, So our studio is in one of his spare rooms at his house. Um, And he he went to the dollar store and bought two green tablecloths, like the disposable ones for a dollar. Perfect. they only had one color of each. So one was like a light green and one was a dark green. And all we had to attach uh, it were some thumbtacks. Uh-huh. So we're standing up on <laughs> we're standing up on these stools. On these stools, mind you, that we had in the studio that had no backs. Oh, so they didn't man. even have backs on them. They were just like a like a regular bar stool. <laughs> so we're up tacking this thing up and that kind of worked. So we ran that for I don't know, ten or twenty shows yeah. with these things up. And then we were like, you know, 
because I own a small painting company. Here comes another plug. Um, I own a small, (laughs) yeah, I own a small local painting company. Oh, oh man, called Colors by OG. If you'd like to find me, you can go to facebook.com slash colors by OG. Yes. I'm loving it. I'm loving all the sound effects. Dude, we gotta get we oh. gotta get one of these boards, man. Yeah. It's... Especially because so I when I stream I have a um, a Go XLR. Okay. Which is essentially the same thing. Yeah, great. Less, except less microphone inputs. Great comedy, um, yeah. Yeah. Um so and you know I have all the sound bites and stuff for when I stream so too. much it's fantastic and I have like thousands saved that I like interchange all the time and it's sometimes I just get lost in doing that but anyway so we painted the bedroom in yes. the chroma key green oh see it's, um, it's so much because you get a really consistent surface at yes, that point too yeah. yes yep. um so you know we had you know the exact stuff that they use you know what I mean the the correct color code and everything for the chroma key green um and then we went from there and then he bought um a, a, a legitimate camera um yeah. a um a Canon um, or a DL, Sony, um, Sony something. What is that? The, is that a three? It's a DLS or a D, uh, DSLR. But yeah, that's is that yeah, the three? That's a? what I was trying yeah. to go for. But that's the three that, or four. Yeah, that's the one that can record over thirty minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. without so, not turning off. Four K. Yeah, yeah, I I was doing a ton of camera research. I ended up buying the Panasonic one because it was a little. I, I don't do that much video, so for mm-hmm. me it was like, oh, if I'm going to mess around with it, I'm not going to do the, you know, two steps further, better quality yeah. that that had. So I I ended up with one that I can you know do one shot and get nice quality. Oh yeah, and set it up, and I'll I'll figure out how to do it where I have a consistent placement. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it'll be good if I want to do like spirit reviews over here because I do spirit judging too. Um, out of all the other things I, I mean, do, how cool is that though? So much fun. Coming up on judging season, we have a couple that happened here in Rochester. One with uh, Camp Good Days, who was nice. also at Homegrown. Uh, so, that would be fun. Yeah, yeah, they were they were advertising uh, for um, some of the competitions, the wine and spirits thing there. And uh, I do judging there uh, with that group, and then with uh, with another group called um, uh, Raise a Glass that uh, does it all for charity. Uh, both events are for charity. That's kind of cool too. And they do a lot of medical charity stuff, and that one's. <laughs> Two days straight of wine, spirits, and cider Ooh. judging. So, do you got a good palate for like all this stuff? You got to really work on it. Yeah, it's because I, I would just be like, I love this. <laughs> this is so good. This oh, one yeah. tastes great. Yeah. This this one I think is my favorite. <laughs> just I've tried all of them, and and this one's my favorite. That would yeah. be uh, what's this one called? Yeah. It's called Water that, Man. That's our. <laughs> oh, oh, I love this place. <laughs> yeah, that's that's our Steve Brule. That's our Steve Brule moment. You know, uh, I don't I don't like wine, but you're gonna love it. <laughs> um, so you really do have to you have to pace yourself all day because mm-hmm. like, hey, we're we're going from like nine till like four o'clock, Damn. Yeah. two days straight. Um, and like, you really have to pace yourself the whole time, really work at it, and make sure you're doing it. But yeah, when you're when it talks about the uh, palate, like I was, I've been a nerd since I started doing food stuff. Mm-hmm. Like I started doing restaurant reviews like 2012, and nice. I always love picking out picking out like the, you know, the technical aspects and the seasoning and how did you do this and how did you do that and loving all the process, and that wrapped into coffee, which is how I started to get into serious beverages. Was, um, you know, I'm a serious coffee drinker, so learning how to drink coffee well, uh. then learning about beer, then learning about wine, and learning about spirits. Uh, now spirits is kind of my my number one nerdery. Yeah. Uh, but like I getting a chance to I've tasted with so many really good 
professionals in, in and around the industry that have offered me the chance to taste amazing things, but also take time to help me learn how to taste. Yeah, yeah, because it's not easy. I used to work at Market View Liquor. Yeah. And, you know, they would do tastings all the time, and he even sent me to a class for, like, mm-hmm. tasting of wines and mm-hmm. how to separate and all that. It's There's so, much that, so much that goes into goes it. Goes into it. It's yeah. not yeah. just... You know, taste. It's not just drinking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, like I, that's the part I love though. Is like I'm a nerd first. Like all the stuff that we're talking about, it's because like I can't help myself. I need to learn about all the different things Rochester has to offer. I need yeah. to learn about all about the spirits and how to break it apart, how to do that work. And you know, part of what we're judging is quality. Mm-hmm. And quality is you know obviously subjective to a point. Meaning, do you like it? Right. But quality at some point isn't like quality is objective yeah. because does it have faults? If you can identify the faults, that's just a fact. There <sighs> is a fault, right? Is, is it complex? Does it finish long? Is it, is it distilled? Well, is it clear? Is there, you know, are, are there off flavors? Yeah. Some of those things you like, somebody can still like it, but objectively it's not a quality product. Right, right. And those are different things. Like, I don't like some products that are very well made. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean they're objectively, they're not badly made. Yeah. They're just garbage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? They're different things. Garbage that people like. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and there's plenty of that to go around. Yes, yeah. for sure. Um, but that's that's part of the funny is, like, you get a chance to really taste so many different things. Yeah. And you get to learn more about your palate, how to break it down, how to taste minerality, how to taste all these different <sighs> things. It's a black. It's never. so much fun. Yeah, I'll have to have you guys over and uh, do. A, we'll do a line tasting of like a whole category mm-hmm. of spirits, and we'll just talk. We'll work through a whole like Ooh, one thing. That'd be really cool. So um, we won't do lots of different things. We'll do one kind. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like you just do rye, and we'll do eight back to back to back, and you'll taste different styles of rye going from you know the most big producers to small craft to finishes yeah. and different ideas you can do rye you can do rum we can do uh gin and taste like you know taste oh. seven different gins and just work through it i'm busy on the gin day <laughs> i'm busy oh my, my calendar my calendar's full on the gin day I love love gin now is that how you started to learn and for sure um, all the different taste and all that it helps a lot being when you're doing side by sides and i think generally if you're trying to learn about something because again you don't have to learn about something to enjoy it but if you really want to dive deep Mm -hmm. is doing comparison Mm. right so you can look you can go to a store and if they had one tv on the wall you'd be like man that's a good looking tv i want that and then if they put one next to it you're like man that one next to it looks like (laughs) garbage because it's compared to something else. You have a reference point. It's hard to bring all the references in your head, but as soon as something's next to something else, you can tell the differences really easy. You're like, Oh, this coffee is roasted more. It's more chocolatey. It's more, more rich. It's more, um, you know, lower acid, right? This one over here is bright. It's got stone fruit notes. It's got, you know, um, it's got what? Stone fruits. Stone, <laughs> stone fruits. fruits, man. Jeez. As soon as you're talking about, so stone fruits are anything with like a pit, like a peach or a nectarine <laughs> okay. or a plum. Um, I didn't know that. I was just, yeah. I wanted to be on the cool side of the table yeah, that okay. knew what stone fruits Sorry, were. I'll be I'm the just, dumb one. I don't care. <laughs> so I was, lear- I was learning along with you, but. I'm starting to bring all of my, This is, now we're getting into like tasting terminology. Yeah. But like you can really start to, 
you can isolate things like, hey, this one's brighter. Why is it brighter? Oh, because it's a lighter roasted coffee. Mm. Um, or like, you know, could be a um, could be a Riesling from the Finger Lakes where, um, you know, in 2019, it was a very it was a cool year and all the wines, the, the Rieslings tended to be leaner. Uh, so um, not as fruity, a little more sharp and, uh, you know, citrus and yeah. uh, and uh, uh, minerally. So less sweet that year, 2020, sweeter year. Oh, okay. So it's basically if it's warmer and they get more ripe, you get more sweetness to mm-hmm. start with. That's the only wine I really drink is Riesling. I've tried the red, and I've tried it with like a steak. Sure. And I've tried it with all the food you're supposed to eat it with. And I, I mean, I'd like wine. I just, just the red wine, and then, you know, your lips get all purple and your teeth get all <laughs> jacked. <laughs> So, I mean, realistically, if you drink an excessive amount of it, well, at once, and that's, that's the other thing I, I know when you, when I walked in, I'm like, man, that guy is just like, just defines vanity. <laughs> He's just, just obsessed with all that stuff. He's like, man, there's a guy that doesn't drink red wine because no, he doesn't definitely. want to affect his movie star teeth. That's right. And he's ready. <laughs> He's camera ready. We're turning the cameras oh, on. Man. He's, he's got the just just capped all his teeth vibes. He's ready. Pinky's just up. Shiny. Pinky's up always. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. So yeah, I could talk tasting all day, but like part of it is how do you have fun with something? And for me, fun is about the details. I love mm-hmm. that's that's my fun. That's yeah. what I enjoy. I love the conversation. I love the details because that's. Like every interview I do, I try not to plan too much because I want, I want to work with the person. I want yeah. to, yeah. Totally you get that right. raw experience from yeah. someone, man. That, that's 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 what we do as well with you know with most of our shows too, and you know especially when we do interviews, you know we'll yeah. come in with you know like a general concept of you know where would we like to sort of keep the conversation steered towards, mm-hmm. and then we just let it go. And then, you know, if it happens to, you know, take a left and fall off the rails, then yeah, sweet. I just feel we're just along for the ride. Yeah. But I, it's also the unscripted stuff is just more fun. Oh, for sure. Keeps you on your toes. And then it's just, you know, it's more raw. Yeah. It's not, cause you could tell scripted, you know, Oh yeah. Where did you, where were you born? Where, you know, it's boring. Yeah. The straight, I mean, for format has value, right? You know, staying within a construct, Mm -hmm. Offers creativity if you don't force it too hard. Right. If you don't force it to be in there. Um, I know early on there was a couple times where I felt like I really had to plan it out and do that because I was interviewing somebody who was you know, more experienced than I was oh, yeah. doing this. Yeah. Like uh, it was years ago. It was probably like four years ago, four or five years ago. I did a couple hours with Evan Dawson here in the studio uh, whose uh, connections on WXXI, you know, oh. kind of Rochester's. Um, you know, public radio talk show that mm-hmm. is, um, you know, really showing what Rochester is on a daily basis. That's that's a good connection to have. I mean, Amazing WXXI show. is Rochester. Oh yeah, oh yeah, and it, it's it's one of the most important shows in town because it gets local perspectives, sometimes on global and national issues, mm-hmm. um, but also talking about local things. But I had a chance to you know do I did a two hour long interview with him here in the studio and got a chance to really talk to him, but I had laid out, you know, so many questions. And at some point, if you're focusing too much on the questions you have written, mm-hmm. you're not catching that moment where, you know, he, his tone changes, mm-hmm. a little, somebody's tone changes a yeah. little bit. 
And then when you can grab on that thread and make it interesting, it those are the moments that are hard to you can't replicate those. Right. You yeah. can't Absolutely. you can't plan on somebody having a moment. You have to sit with it. You have to yeah. like live in it for a minute yeah. and try to grab something fun out of it. Yeah. Or or interesting or whatever. It's there, almost just like this. Well, there was there was there was one show that we did. Uh, I think it was one of our conspiracy theory shows um, oh, where yeah. we had um, an audio issue and mm-hmm. we didn't capture any of our audio. Um, and conspiracy, conspiracy. Yeah. No, yeah. but it was funny because it was like our third. I think it was our third yeah, conspiracy yeah, yeah. show that we did because the first two were so popular and we liked them so much. I was like, all right, let's do another one, um, and. It, it turned into this whole thing afterwards. We were like, oh my God, are they watching us? You know what I mean? Like, we're, I know we're on a list just by our Google searches for the show alone. Oh. We're definitely on somebody's <laughs> list. Um, so we, we didn't even... <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but we didn't even try to redo the show uh, because there were so many moments of the show that were were funny and were unplanned and it just sort of happened that we were like, you know what? We're never going to get this again. Mm. So let's just, you know what I mean? Yeah. Let's just let it go. And it's always like that too, is any show you do, especially for us, if something goes wrong, even halfway through and we catch it, we just scrap the whole show because we're never going to get that original, yeah. you know. Yeah, we don't, try to, we don't try to replicate what we yeah. had already done, you know what I mean? We'll just it's, pick a new subject and just do a new show. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and it, it's, you know, you have to, like, completely reset, and, you know, you, you can take a lesson from it and then look at what's, you know, how could we cover this differently? Yeah. yeah. Right? Because, yeah. you know, we all we all, try, we all tread on, you know, well, well-run uh, territory on many different things, right? Mm-hmm. If you listen to the Food About Town podcast, you will hear me talk about a lot of this stuff before. Like this isn't like none of us are completely original. We're yeah, we're telling yeah. our same stories. We're telling our own, you know, all that kind of stuff. And that's that's how things go. Like yeah, you yeah. can't. But as much as we can help it in bringing people in mm-hmm. to talk about stuff together, make something interesting. Like you don't know the thread that's going to be funny that day. Oh, right. yep. yeah. oh, you, for you don't sure. know how it's going to work. For sure. Like you walk in, you're like, oh yeah, we're doing your show. I'm like, no, you're doing your show in my studio. <laughs> this is how it's going to work. <laughs> this is what we're doing today. It's I, I love the moments that end up being funny that you absolutely just, just couldn't even have possibly planned on. So I think one of the funniest moments, and we can probably both agree on this from, from all of our, I don't know, two, 300 plus shows uh, is we were doing this one, and I don't even remember what the whole show was about. I just remember the part. But we were talking about, um, I think it was a history show, and he brought up that it was the 170-whatever uh, anniversary of the, the, the longest-running magazine in the world. Okay. And it was the American... <laughs> it was the American Angler. Great, of course it is. Right? So cool. So a fishing magazine. Makes so sense. it's funny. And I was like... <laughs> I go, we started talking about it, and then we were making jokes about, like, oh, well, how could we get in to the American Angler? Like, yeah. how do we get our logo on a page in the American Angler? And I was like, dude, could you imagine it be, like, one drink pod? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. Oh, man. oh, my God. And he, I said the cast part, and the both of us just lost our minds. Yeah, it was, was over. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Oh, but it was so, but you know, I, and you know, he never thought when he was like, oh, cool. On this day, 
you know, the American Angler yeah. celebrated their 170th birthday or, you know, whatever it was. Yeah, was it's like, cool, I'll, I'll put that in the show. And then it turns into, you know, our most clipped and one of our oh, yeah. one of our personal of favorite course. moments, you, you know, of, of our entire three-year run. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, that's a YouTube shorts or, like, mini TikTok yeah. right there. Oh, yeah, Easy. for sure. Like, oh, yeah, time. that one's up on TikTok. Oh, yeah. yeah. For yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 So, um, I'm going to wrap up your show. So, this has been an episode of the yeah. One Drink Podcast recorded live at the Food About Town studio in glorious Arundacoit, New York. There we go. Um, but, um, guys, why don't you, any plugs before, like, you're doing the you podcast? Finish it off? Because, like, I'm go doing, ahead. I'm going to post this on mine, too. So, uh, any plugs for yeah. how people can find your show? Uh, oh, yeah. Okay. Um, you can find us on uh, Facebook and YouTube, both at One Drink Podcast. Uh, we are also on um, every major platform. Uh, where you where you uh, typically listen to podcasts, yep. um, so be sure to like and subscribe and hit that bell notification. Be That's the first it. ones notified when our when our uh, our new episodes drop. And just share, yeah, share with one friend. We always we always we always tell friend. people at the end of our shows. All we ask is that you share with, with one, one friend. friend. That's yeah, it. I think I think if everybody did that with all the stuff that's cool that's going on, uh, yeah, um, I think we could get so much more traction. Oh, here for and sure. Everywhere. And now, how hard is it to hit the share button? Oh, it's. I mean, you know what? It's 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 like in one corner. It's in the other corner. Yeah, it's like it's, every place like has a way, different thing. It's like way down here. They you know make what it I mean? really hard to find. Yeah, yeah. You know, they never it's, label it. So with in this share in this show thing. too, it's actually probably right about here. Over. It's probably right right <laughs> right over there. Here. Right there is about where it is. So if you could just there, that's click, just. The, the just click follow my click. finger. Just yeah. watch it be on the wrong side. Of the yeah, screen exactly. too. It will be. It at will that be. point, at that point, he mirrors. Yeah, the just show. yeah. Rever- you got to reverse the whole thing. If not, no, I got to edit more. Damn. Right. Yeah. Moves moves his hand digitally. <laughs> yeah. So he takes a little digital hand, shifts it across. Just the cuts screen. my hand off and just puts it on the other side of the screen. <laughs> no, but we want to thank you for having us for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, love the setup. Appreciate it. Love the. Um, Love the time here. It was a lot of fun. Great. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so if you want to find me, listen to more of what I have to say, um, you can follow me on the Food About Town podcast, Food About Town on all of your favorite podcast uh, platforms. Uh, if you're interested in learning more about what Rochester food really is, go to nominatemeals.com and order your meal for an upcoming event every other week at Three Heads. Um, coming up, we have a new partner that came out of Homegrown. It's going to be Fatty Beer over in the neighborhood of Play Area. Over bow, 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 bow. <laughs> wait for it. Wait for it. <laughs> um, so Fatty Beer over there, amazing uh, place out of Buffalo. It's a great bottle shop, a really cool place to hang out. We do one event in Buffalo every month. So go to nominatemeals.com, order your meal for an event coming up. And if you want to learn more about Rochester food, send me an email, stromy at gmail.com or stromy at nominatemeals.com. And follow the Lunch Hour Podcast Network for more cool things happening in Rochester. Uh, we've got a lot of uh, lot of interesting opportunities coming up. And, guys, thanks so much for coming over. This yeah, was man. a blast. Thanks. Thank you awesome. so much for having us. This I, has been an, an awesome time. Appreciate it, boys. Yep. And Until next time. Bam, 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 bam. Cheers. Bam, 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 bam. <laughs>